Hello, everybody. Welcome to a special edition of the Daily Dose of Awesome. I am your host, Mr. Fernie Ceballos, and I have two very special guests here today. I'm getting notifications that we're live, so I guess we're live. Uh, I got Bill and Michelle Pesco Salido, longtime friends and not only students of attraction marketing, advocates of attraction marketing, implementers of attraction marketing, and their business results have showed it. They are the number one recruiters uh, in their company. Uh, also had one of the largest residual checks in the most recent company and were uh, seven-figure earners in that company. And they exclusively, almost exclusively used attraction marketing concepts to grow their business. And so here we're talking about magnetic sponsoring. And so uh, magnetic sponsoring was actually the first book that introduced Bill and Michelle to the concept of attraction marketing and basically going from old school to new school. And I'll let them tell, you know, that part of the story. And, and uh, I want to do as much uh, value and teaching on here as possible to have them share uh, what exactly they implemented and how they implemented and how they overcame certain obstacles. But first and foremost, thank you so much, Bill and Michelle, for being on. Really appreciate you guys being here. You're welcome. It's our pleasure. Yes. Thank you for having us. It's always fun. It's always oh, great to be here. Awesome. We got people from the UK, Ohio, hey. Alaska, Minnesota, everywhere. Please let us know where you are dialing in from. Remember those days when we were dialing into calls? Yes. There was no video. <laughs> it's been a while. So let us know where you guys are coming from. Uh, of course, we are here to, to talk about magnetic sponsoring, which we're relaunching uh, with uh, basically four bonus chapters. So it's the revised and expanded edition for additional chapters. And we're once again reuniting magnetic sponsoring with its original system that allows people to, to not have to worry about any technical setup. You can really jump right into focusing on attracting and, uh, and having conversations with prospects that are actually targeted. And we'll talk a little bit about that in a moment, because Bill and Michelle know exactly what I'm talking about with regards to using a system uh, to attract an audience and not only generate income, but enroll into their teams. And so, uh, Bill and Michelle, um, I mean, uh, would you mind sharing a little bit about uh, your background and how you got started in network marketing and uh, what that, you know, beginning the first journey in network marketing looked like? Yeah, so so back in probably 2010, which, you know, gosh, that seems ages ago now, um, you know, I had gone back to school in my 30s and graduated and with a double degree in like psychology and child development. And I ended up, you know, landing a job working with children with autism, which was amazing, but I was only getting paid like 10 bucks an hour. And bus drivers on our street were getting paid way more than than I was getting paid. And, you know, I realized it was kind of my, um, after having kids, you know, it was my first, you know, getting back into the, the world of working again. And I realized, you know, I really missed staying at home with the girls. Um, I was missing out on like, you know, programs they were having in school. And, you know, every time they were sick, I'd have to get off from work. And my boss didn't like that. And um, it was just incredibly frustrating and sad to me because I had always committed to when I had kids, you know, I was going to be a stay at home mom and always be there for them. But because of some turn 
good turn of events now because, you know, I'm married to awesome Bill. But, you know, back then I had gone through divorce, was a single mom. And I thought, you know, I got to find a way to stay home. And um, a friend of mine had told me about a network marketing company. And for me, I was like, is this like Amway? Like, I don't know. You know, I don't know if I want to go into doing something like that. But it was something very different. And uh, she gave me some samples of an energy pill, which I thought was amazing. And I thought, oh, my God, my wheels were turning. I could sell this to every one like who doesn't need energy and that's basically was my start and you know if, if for those of you watching you know when you first discover a product or you first start working with a team you are excited you can feel the momentum you have the energy and you think you can take on the world and that's exactly what I thought and I was just pitching everyone you know friends and family members and the bus drivers and the UPS driver and the bartenders and handing out samples and just putting it all over Facebook. I didn't know any other way because that's what my upline told me to do. And um, I realized after a couple of months, hustling like that was exhausting. And I really didn't have much to show for it. And I was on a mission to prove to this guy because he was in corporate America yeah. that I could do this. Um, I have that A-type personality. I'm very driven. When I put my mind to something, I want to accomplish it. And you know, for me, um, that's when I started researching online and, and you know, I, I started looking for ways to build a network marketing business. And that's when I ran across Magnetic Sponsory. And it's funny, actually. So I was in corporate America and, yeah, I was kind of skeptical when Michelle joined network marketing. I'm like, what is this? Is this, is this a hobby? Like, what are you doing? But because Michelle mentioned there was uh, an energy product, it was this pill that you would take. It was supposed to be kind of like Adderall or something like that, but all natural. And so we thought, and so, you know, little by little, I, I warmed up to it, but I was still working, but we thought, okay, this is an energy pill. Yeah. Like who can be, cause you, you know, your first thought is I want to sell this to everyone on earth. Right. And you, you probably all have felt the same way at some point. Like you love your product. You're like everyone on earth needs my product. Like if, if they're a human and they breathe oxygen and drink water, they, they need my product. Right. That's like all the qualification. Yeah. Yeah. But then we're like, well, let's really niche this down. So we're like, who really could benefit from this? And we thought bartenders, waiters, waitresses, right? Because they work these long shifts, sometimes a double shift. Like who wouldn't want this more than like a bartender or waiter? So we waitress? became bar flies. So our strategy was, and this is where I could come in because I was still working, but we would on weekends, we would go to these different restaurants and bars with this specific strategy to try to befriend bartenders, waitresses, waiters, just so we could at some point in the conversation, like introduce the concept and hand them a sample. And our strategy was then, okay, let's go back the following weekend to the same bar to find that same bartender to follow up and to see if they, you know, had taken the pill, how much did they like it? Did they yeah. love it? And then we would of course sign them up right on the spot. Well, no. what ended up happening is that we ended up going back to the, the, the bar and uh, sometimes the bartender wouldn't even be working that day, right? Because they don't work seven days a week. Um, sometimes they would have tried the product and, you know, they're like, that's eh, fine. Sometimes they wouldn't have even tried the product at all. They just forgot or they didn't really, you know, they had no interest in yeah. it. And all we really ended up getting was a lot of hangovers as a result yeah. of that. And not a lot of people like enrolled into our company because it just was not a great way. We're trying to fit a square peg in a round hole. We're trying to cram a product down someone's throat, like literally in this case, that may not have just been open to it. And if it wasn't the product they weren't open to, they definitely were, most of them weren't open at all to wanting to do the business aspect of it. So 
it ended up being an epic failure as far as a strategy. And we just figured, well, there's got to be a better way to do this other than you know, going to bars and, and waking up hungover the next day and, and not getting fun, together in the company. I, I bet it, it was pretty fun. It was a lot of fun, but it wasn't the best use of our time for business. It wasn't very profitable. It was a lot of fun. You know, you know, I, I remember, you know, I remember being in in Atlantis on a vacation with our family, and I remember just like um, sitting out there by the pool and everything, and just having this moment of, you know, this was after we discovered. I know we're going to get into that, but after we discovered, you know, the book and and how to, you know, attract people to us. I remember for the first time, I actually was enjoying my vacation because I didn't feel like I had to hustle and talk to everybody around me. I was actually just able to just lay there, go down the water slides, hang out with the kids and not feel like I was constantly you know, hounding people down over and over. I just remember that feeling. It was just so amazing. And there was no, if we, and if we did strike up a conversation with another vacationer, genuine. there was no agenda to the conversation. Mm -hmm. You know, in the past, there would always be an agenda. Like if you meet someone, even if you meet them, just organically or naturally, you would always in the back of my head be like, okay, when do I insert, you know, the pitch? Like at yeah. one point in the conversation, would it be the right moment to be like, hey, have you ever thought about this? Or have you tried this? Or, or are you open to that? And once we discovered attraction marketing and what we learned from magnetic sponsoring, um, there was just no agenda to these yeah, conversations. Nice. There was no agenda when you met with a friend. There was no agenda you know, when you sat down with someone to have coffee or dinner. It was really, really refreshing. Well, if you guys can relate to, to Bill and Michelle and having that agenda when speaking to somebody online or offline, uh, drop us a number three. Be very honest. If you've ever had a conversation about your network marketing business where the agenda, the first priority for you is the business and what's in it for you and not so much what's in it for the other person. That might've been part of it because yeah. you obviously see an opportunity, but you know, really the number one priority was grow my business. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, so absolutely. Yeah, it, felt, it felt slimy, you know, after a while, it just felt like, yeah. Yeah. Julie, yeah. Julie, yeah. And we're, I mean, and trust me, you got, please feel free to yeah. comment. Like we're, we're, <laughs> well, the store. we're telling you like we so, were the people. Absolutely. So, so once you got over the phase of being scumbags, uh, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, I, I was. I, I'm guilty as charged uh, on that on that front too. But all right. So, because um, Bill, I know you were you were not too enthused about the MLM part of it. Mm -hmm. uh, not enthused about Michelle's involvement now with other marketers. And so, at one point, uh, Michelle, you found magnetic sponsoring. You started working on it. Bill was a little late to the game. Uh, so you can't tell that story of what. Essentially, what happened when you found magnetic sponsoring? What what results you started producing, and and when did Bill, uh, you know, finally end up joining you and being a you guys being the power couple that you are now? Yeah, yeah. So um, I literally picked it up and I read it front to back, like in one sitting. And because it, I, for me, it was such an interesting concept and set of strategies that shifted my mindset on the way that I was trying to build the network marketing business, the way we were trying to build it. I felt like this light bulb came on in my head and I was like, Oh my God, I've been doing this all wrong, you know? And, um, for me, that huge shift got me very excited to go out there and, you know, 
tried to, you know, create some value in the marketplace. And I remember, you know, doing my very first video and um, because I knew that I was going to have to go online with this also to reach more people. And I remember sitting in our kitchen at the breakfast table, you know, doing a YouTube video. And it's probably still there, you know, where I said, hey, this is, you know, this is Michelle Pesco Toledo and I'm about to venture online and start building our network marketing business a totally different way. So I know I'm going to hit some struggles. I know I'm going to have a little bit of success along the way, whatever the case may be, is I want you to follow along in my journey so you can see what I go through and hopefully learn from that. And I don't know if anybody listened to it. You know, all I knew is there may have been one person behind me that could have gotten value from that. When I say behind me, like just one step in their skill level behind me, I didn't look like, oh my God, I have no value myself. How can I provide value to the marketplace? So the, I started my journey literally from that one video and I documented things and I started providing value because I didn't know what kind of value to provide at that time. And I think a lot of marketers out there feel that same way. You're saying, I don't have, like, what can I provide? But I looked at this ad, there are other struggling network marketers out there that are in our same shoes so let's talk to them about it every day or every other day on video and let's get it out there and let's share our journey and let's share our success stories and the mistakes we made along the way and once I started doing that and leveraging the system and you know starting to generate leads within about six months I think we hit our first ten thousand dollar a month um, income and then from there I mean that's six months after it and then from there we started you know just growing gradually and gradually and gradually and then one year later this guy looks over at me and well, describe so, what it is because so, I love how you describe it so right. what, what what happened how come you, you were late to the game what's going on well so I'm you know I'm in corporate America and going to work every day and you know we the thing about you know being in corporate America, we had you know two kids, we had you know house, two kids, two dogs, you know two cars. So my corporate America job, you know, we I had you know four one k and and insurance, you know medical and all that stuff. So it was things that we needed. But every day I would go to work and I'd have to get in my suit and I'd go to work and and Michelle would be on the on the couch in her like flannel pajamas on the laptop, just like typing away and doing stuff. And and I was like, wow, that's kind of cool for her and kind of sucks for me. And I was like dealing with commuter traffic and going into work and having to deal with TPS reports and quarterly funnel reports. And you know, my boss's boss's boss who- Wait, wait, TPS reports are real? Is that actually- I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> so if you all have seen the movie Office Space, you'll get that joke. Um, so, but I was dealing with the very typical uh, doldrums of, of what corporate America can be. And, um, you know, would come home and Michelle would be on the sofa. I see was still in her flannel PJs, you know, doing stuff. And it was the first month. It was, I remember it was July where she, um, that month, she had actually earned more that month, uh, sitting at home in her PJs on the couch than I earned going to work and slogging away every day in corporate America. And that was a real kind of, you know, wake up call for me. And it was actually a few months later after that, it was, I remember it was September of well, September 2011, I walked into my boss's office, and at this point, I'd seen enough of what she'd done. I'd been doing kind of being parted on nights and weekends here and there. I just walked in. I said, "Look, it, you know, you've been great. I appreciate everything you've done for me, but I'm out of here. And um, you know, I'll give you two weeks if you want, uh, or I'll you know resign today if you want. It's up to you because I was in a sales job, and so I ended up you know staying on for about a week or so. But then you know came home. And that's when we started getting yeah. to work. And Michelle at that point was 
really, really good at generating leads because she's been doing a lot of videos and she's getting really into Facebook. And through my sales experience, I was like, well, I don't know anything about online marketing, but I can certainly pick up the phone and call these leads and talk to yeah. these people. And it was a, definitely a transition for me because I've been in corporate sales forever and corporate sales uh, is quite a bit different than calling an individual about like, for example, a network marketing opportunity. Um, but there's still fundamentals of selling to a person that, you know, carry through. So what I then started to do is I was really not good at calling these leads in the beginning because I was so kind of entrenched in my corporate way of doing things. So I, you know, messed up a lot of times. I had some calls that had, you know, okay success, not really, but little by little by little, I kind of started figuring out a way and my own, my own personal process of how to speak with these people and, and then enroll them. And so what I then started doing, cause I saw you, know, Michelle was doing all these videos and we knew about, I knew obviously the principles of magnetic sponsoring cause I'd started reading that book as well. So what I then started doing was I would just do a quick video on uh, a result that I had from a lead that I'd called and they weren't like these monumental training videos. They weren't, you know, 20 or 30 or 50 minute long, like, prospecting training it was just like a little five or ten yeah. minute video that says hey guys i i just got off this call and here's what happened and i was kind of give a little mini recap of what worked and what didn't work and you know the more of those videos i did a the, the better the videos got because my videos in the beginning were really really bad and very vanilla and boring and i was very stiff i was like i am bill here is my video i want to talk to you today about what i just did Da, 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 da. like I was Walter Cronkite, right? So I got better at doing videos naturally just because the more you do anything, the better you get. But the video got the videos got better because I was getting better at that point at prospecting and at recruiting. And so the content became better, became yeah. I think just more like meaty content. And and Michelle in parallel was doing videos on Facebook and, and all this other stuff. And so it got to a point where I would call call one of our leads and they'd be like, oh my God, it's really you? Like I would introduce myself. Like, it's you? like I'm really talking to you? Yes. I'm like, uh, yeah, you are. They're like, I can't believe it. I've seen you, your business. I've seen your wife and all your videos. You guys are like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm actually talking to you. And I was like, wow, <laughs> this is so, different than how it used to be. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Because yeah. the idea behind magnetic sponsoring was that uh, essentially you'd be attracting people that were actually uh, knew, like, and trust you already, actually interested in what you guys were, were about and promoting. Mm -hmm. And and what how much of a shift was that from even your sales experience to be actually talking to people that already knew you, they already basically bought into you as a person, and they just basically probably had some questions. Like, how, what did those conversations look before and after? Oh, God. So the, I'll just say the after, like when I could call and they say, oh, my gosh, it's you. I can't believe it. It's like 90% of the selling had been done. Yeah. So, you know, the previous, before that, you'd have to go through this and that and jump through hoops and rigmarole and, you, you know, send a presentation and then, you know, follow up with them and talk to them and answer all these questions. And, I mean, really, you have to do a lot, a lot of work, a lot of uh, rapport establishing, a lot of selling, a lot of, you know, diving into them and, and finding out all this stuff. And then after, it was like I'd get on the phone and 90% of that was done. Like 90% of the work or the 90% of the conversation even that I used to have to do was now already done. 
Like they knew us, they they tried, like they loved us. I mean, I was getting people like, I can't believe it, I love your wife, she's the best. I saw her on the stage, like that. And then to go into a conversation with that kind of uh, in that person's frame of mind, notoriety or recognition, because there's the videos that we had done, <laughs> it made it just so much easier and yeah. so much quicker, uh, faster, easier. It made it a heck of a lot more fun. Right. Because it's, I mean, if you get the same result with, you know, 90% less work, you know, that's going to be a more fun thing to do to get that result. So it just made it, I mean, and, and that, that, that is why we became the number one recruiters in our network marketing company, because I could uh, talk to so many more people and just. And sometimes boom, they would sign just sign up, up or just via email. We would get like auto. Would get to that yeah, point. We would get auto signups yeah. a lot, which we couldn't believe. We we're like, oh, we got another two signups today. That was a lot of trust, you know. So, so, so Michelle, uh, well, one, uh, guys, if you're getting value, uh, you know, drop me number two. Let, you know, give uh, Bill and Michelle some love. Also, I'm going to be giving away a 20-minute consultation with myself. 20-minute call, coaching Ooh. call with myself. You got to do is simple. Share this far and wide on your personal profile, on your fan page, uh, in your group. The more you share, the more entries you have. And uh, I've been giving away uh, calls all, all, all week and all last week uh, for those, the biggest sharers. So share it and then comment shared that you shared this live. And, uh, and I'll be picking somebody at the end of this call for a free call with myself. And so, cool. uh, so Michelle, can you talk about a little bit about, all right, so we talked about the results, like basically Bill talking about all these super pre-qualified people uh, where 90% of the selling was done. What did the other part of it look like? Because that's mainly what, what you focused on, especially with uh, advertising. Uh, what, you know, what, what did the day look like or what were the things you were doing to get people to the point where you were, where they were so qualified that uh, it just made, you know, Bill's job a lot easier at that point? Yeah, you know, we we decided, you know, pretty early on, like I said, this was probably 2011, 2012, you know, obviously we weren't, you know, experienced in the beginning. Like you look at us now, yeah, we're experienced and you could be saying, oh, Bill and Michelle, you know, you guys know how to build funnels, you know how to blog, you know how to do lives and videos and all this stuff. And we didn't have that in the very beginning. So I want to be very clear on that. You know, it was a step-by-step -step process. And so that's why, you know, like leveraging, you know, you guys, a system and, and leveraging something that you're not having to create yourself was key in the beginning. Because when I would look at people online that were having success in their network marketing business, they were like giving away something of value, you know, something of like maybe a free report or a free video series or a cheat sheet. Now, I know things have changed up till now, but back then that's kind of what it was. And so um, I remember, you know, picking one marketing strategy, you know, um, from mistakes. I, you know, tried to do Twitter. I tried to do YouTube marketing. I don't think Instagram was around or Snapchat or the Vine or all that stuff. Did, did so you I MySpace? Was MySpace around? <laughs> yes, it was. Um, <laughs> I became a big MySpace marketer. Yeah. So, so I focused, I chose Facebook as my platform. And back then, the only ad that you could run was on the right-hand side of the newsfeed. 
that was it. Like that's how much it's changed. Now you can run it, you know, everywhere. And so um, I focused on that one platform, built the fan page, um, started providing daily value, started doing videos, started sharing that stuff, got off of my personal profile and did everything on that business page. And then I started running, you know, Facebook ads to a free, gosh, I can't even remember what, I was given away back then, but it was something like a cheat sheet or a PDF report or something. And that's all I focused on. You know, there were a lot of different things I could have been promoting as far as like what we call lead magnets, you know, where we're giving away something of value. But I focused on one and I started doing Facebook ads. I didn't have much of a budget at all back then. Yes, I spent a dollar a day because that's how cheap Facebook was back then. Um, it was generating, you know, five to 10 leads a day. And so I just learned to scale that but that's what I focused on was you know filling up that bucket of people and then sending them through a series of emails and finding out you know are these guys qualified you know you know testing the waters on how they're feeling about you know are they looking for a side income are they looking for a product um, and filling up that bucket for him to get on the phone with you know, we had a lot of call to actions to book a call with us back then. You know, we did a lot of hustling, but it was great. It was fun because we enjoyed talking to these people. They were ready. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can you guys talk a little bit about like, so magnetic sponsoring when you guys got it, because when now that it's a, it, it's a book, it was been a book for the past five years on Amazon and something was missing from that book. It didn't have the system attached to it. Right. So you guys can, can you guys talk about how you leveraged the systems which were already created, uh, you know, I think uh, back then you guys were part of a system that wasn't was uh, had magnetic sponsoring as part of the educational basis. And then magnetic sponsoring basically says, well, you don't have to build this entire machine. It's already built for you. How was that useful? Because now for the first time in five years, magnetic sponsoring is now attached to the system so that people don't have to build all the technology from the get go. So you can talk about how that supported you and helped you. Oh gosh, I mean, so, I mean, so again, we're talking 2011, 2012, 2013. I had not even sniffed the world of like SEO or or copywriting or you know creating lead, lead creating a lead magnet. Like I don't even know what the term sales lead funnels. lead magnet want. Yeah, like a sales funnel was like this really abstract thing to me that I didn't quite you know, get, so having the system, like they made the capture page, they had a professional, you know, professional copywriters, uh, you know, write the, the copy for, uh, the, the lead capture page. Right. And then you, or, or it might've been like a sales create video, the, create the deliverable. Like, yeah. We was... didn't have to, we didn't have to create a sales letter. You didn't have to create a, a sales video. You didn't have to create the, the lead capture page. It was just like giving it to us. So all we really had to focus on, was you know, was, yeah, was, tapping into our audience with creating the content because the content is really the easiest thing to create, especially nowadays, just grab your phone and start talking, right? Anyone can do that. And uh, especially now with how good phone cameras are, don't feel that you have to get fancy equipment and tripods and all these boom mics and things like that. You can literally just talk into your phone and you're creating content. And if you can tap into your audience and, and talk about something that is going to be of value to them, and remember when we talk about value, like my first early videos that I was doing, I was talking about leads that I just called, you know, I wasn't all that good, but I said, Hey, look, this is what just happened. Here's what I experienced kind of went like this, whatever. All you have to be is a little teensy bit better 
than your target audience. You don't have to be a guru yet. You don't have to be a pro yet. You don't have to have monstrous results and numbers yet. You will get those eventually. All you have to be is a teensy bit ahead of your target audience, right? So you learn a little bit and then you share what you learned. You learn a little bit more and then you share what you learned. And that was and I've kind of gotten off track here, but that's what the beauty of it for us was. We could just, you just grab create this, that, you yes, know, a link cre yeah, create already... this content, put a link and a call to action, yeah, and it would a Facebook and, ad. And yeah. because of the system, once you get them in there, they would be in the funnel, they would be in the process that we the system had created. Yeah. And we just had the lead spitting out or the customer spitting out and it was really a magical and truth, thing. Truth be told, every time I tried to create something myself, I found out it wasn't as good as the system. So <laughs> I learned that really quickly. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, we, I mean, we test, we have massive resources to yeah. test what works better than other things. We're constantly split testing. And, uh, you know, we've perfected the art of having the system, having the funnel. And we all, honestly, we have so much traffic coming into our funnels and our, our, our lead generation systems that it, it, there's no way you can do it uh, more effectively unless you have you know, 10 years of experience, five, you know, I mean, if you're really smart, maybe five years of experience. Uh, but it's, there's an entire team supporting you. And I think that's what uh, you guys were leveraging, especially you and Michelle in the beginning, because you were so new, this mm -hmm. world was so new. Uh, you know, you had no prior experience in marketing. You know, this is, you, you learned it from the, from the ground up. Yeah, exactly. Awesome guys. And so what, uh, so let's talk about the network marketing piece because you guys became the top recruiters in your company. And uh, did you ever get any flack or any any pushback from uh, the company you're with at the time, Michelle, when you first got started? Or or were you just, did that go pretty smoothly? Because I know people here, uh, you know, they, they struggle a little bit. It's like, this is this a fit for my company? Is this, will this work for my company? And uh, I mean, my answer is, is it's about building a personal brand. Who cares what your company is? but Share a little bit about what you guys uh, think of that. So um, luckily, I mean, we did. Um, I'll share that in a second. But um, luckily, you know, we always aligned ourselves with people that, you know, believed in doing, you know, online marketing to build their network marketing business. Now, I don't want that to discourage people because I know there's a lot of companies that don't. And let me give you an example. So um, we, even though we were top recruiters in one of our companies, we, we were in a couple of others too. But the one we were with the longest, it came to a point where like they literally had to create another level like of a contest that was going on for the whole, I think it was the whole year because we were just blowing it out of the water, you know, like as far as recruiting and bringing people in, they would recruit, you know, to another level. It actually backfired on us. And um, I don't think we've ever really told the story. I'm, I'm okay telling it now since we run an agency, but we, um, it backfired on us because the other people in the company wanted to know what we were doing. Um, and the company owners would not share that you know, because they wanted them to pass out samples. Mm -hmm. They wanted them to, you know, drive traffic to their company page, which was had nothing to do with attraction marketing. It was flat up. Here's your sample. Here's where you can buy it. There was no, you know, attraction marketing aspect of it at all. And so we actually were banned from speaking at company events. And we had been speaking for 
a year or so at a, several of the company events. And they came to us and they said, we're sorry. You know, we um, unfortunately are not going to allow you to speak at company events because what's happening is, is people are seeing something that we feel is not duplicatable, but it is duplicatable, okay? But they felt like that it wasn't. And so unfortunately we were banned from doing that. And I think you even were denied a prize, like one of the trips or something because of it. So it was, so when you uh, asked, yeah, when you asked, we, we got so good at recruiting and sponsoring that you blow everybody else away. Yeah. And they saw that as a threat. I mean, for me uh, as a business owner, I see that as a good problem. It's like, mm -hmm. all right, well, company A, if you're not, okay with me doing all this stuff that's bringing you a lot of business. Yes. Well, I'm going to find another company who is. They, now we have the ability to, to choose. Yeah. yeah. So we have the ability to, to choose. And I'm not saying anyone should ever leave their company if they truly love it. But the, the point is, you're not following, you're not saying, well, this is the company I'm with. I spent so many years building with this company, whatever. And that's the only reason you stay with them. You're staying right. with them because you believe in the product, you believe in the company. And they also, um, you know, really appreciate all the business you're you're yeah. bringing in. And if they don't, well, there's plenty of other options uh, available. And now we are in control of our business. We're not at the mercy of somebody else. We're not afraid that we're gonna, after five years of doing it old school, they're gonna take away our paycheck and and we we don't have power anymore. You guys were empowered uh, to make a change. And I think that's, what's important is you are in control of your business, not the other way around. Right. And I don't want to scare anybody about that because that's true. You know, you are, you are empowered. You are your business owner. And we, even though that happened, we're fine. We turned out fine. We're still in this right. in 2000, what year is this? 2019. 2019. <laughs> we're still in this. We're still growing. We're still, you know, evolving and, you know, moving our business in, you know, different directions and, you know, still, you know, doing great. So um, it's not something, you know, to, to frown upon necessarily. Um, things happen. You know, sometimes and they happen for the better, though. The thing for us is that we really bought into what, you know, one of the things in Magnetic Sponsoring is you're building you, Inc., Right. And we bought into that wholeheartedly. We're like, you know, we're building, we we're building it, yeah. our brand. Like, you know, yeah, all these videos we're doing generate leads so we can, you know, maybe refer them into our network marketing company. But we're like, there's other things that, you know, we could do as well here. And so when we had that, that crossroads with the company that we're the number one recruiters in, and they're giving us these ultimatums where I felt like, you know, I kind of looked at this like we're a free agent, like mm -hmm. even in the sports world, when a when a sport, an athlete becomes a free agent, he has all these options because he has all this value built up. Like everyone knows they've seen him on the field. They've seen him on the basketball court, whatever. They know he has value. And so he can somewhat dictate where he wants to play next. That's how I felt we were. I'm like, we've built this brand. Well, you're, you're, basically, you're basically now interviewing uh, interviewing the companies or interviewing the leaders to say, where is the best fit going to be for me? Because I don't think anyone enters network marketing like, you know what? I like this network marketing concept. I'm not going to commit to joining at this home meeting. I'm going to see what, you know, other companies and interview the leaders from all those companies before I decide, you know, where I invest my time and my energy with. That never happens. Right Now, when we have a personal brand, leaders are able to do that. We're able mm -hmm. to go interview company executives even i've i've heard i've definitely mm -hmm. had people we did. personal so brands that, that have sat with company executives before they joined we sat with three different we sat with three different companies yep. and we met with the executives like the owners the executives of these three companies and we had you know our hour and a half long we made sure they knew how we built and mm -hmm. and that's the beauty of building a brand is the, our team was with us 
they weren't necessarily with the company. So because of that brand we built, they were when we had to make the announcement that we were resigning, the, the punch wasn't so bad. You know, sure, we had a few disgruntled, but for the most part, everybody was so supportive. They're like, hey, wherever you go, we're going with you because they believed in us awesome. you know, as leaders and as the brand. Awesome, guys. And so, guys, what we're talking about, everything that Bill and Michelle are sharing about having that brand and having the ability to basically uh, determine their own destiny and not be hostage by anybody, uh, you know, that that's what magnetic sponsoring is about. Now, it's controversial. But I think you owe it to yourself to get it. MagneticSponsoring.com. It's a free book. We're giving away books for free here. Uh, and you just have to cover the shipping for eight bucks in the US. We also have audiobook and digital uh, book upgrades. If you wanted to get your digital uh, version and an audiobook, uh, and also a magnetic sponsoring workshop that, that's been pre recorded, you can upgrade your order uh, at magneticsponsoring.com. Now, Bill and Michelle, you, you guys have transitioned. So you guys, uh, you know, your last company, you made uh, well over seven figures uh, in promoting that company. And uh, you guys decided to transition uh, partly because, you know, that company's, you know, not, no longer around anymore. But and that, but that's the beauty of having a brand. If something ever happens to your company, you got options. And so now that you guys have transitioned to something that you're far more passionate about. And, and I think there's a lot of people that, that this will resonate with. Um, there's people on this call who are doing network marketing as a means to an end. They're ho they're hoping mm -hmm. to build a dream business of some kind, or or build an organization for charity or whatever. And I think magnetic sponsoring and the skills taught inside of it really empower us with the skills to promote and build anything we want, even if it's not network marketing. So, can you talk a little bit about how these skills helped you transition and in, into the business that you guys are now uh, building and and being very successful at? Well, I'll just say really quickly that because of Michelle's laughing because I don't say anything really quickly, but because of magnetic sponsoring, because of because of what's what's taught in there, you know, it, it allowed us to to build this brand and we now have these skills. So, you know, Fernie referenced the previous company that you know we're doing really well with, and then we transitioned out of it. Well, the reason why we transitioned out of it was because the company went out of business, right? Now, a lot of people might think or a lot of people might might feel for themselves, oh gosh, if I was crushing it in this one business and if the company goes out of business, I'm dead in the water. Well, we look at it as like, no, we can just pick up and just and just start something new. And that's a very and it, it wasn't without some struggle and it wasn't without you know some ups and downs and it wasn't without some soul searching that we had to do and long nights and conversations yeah. and so forth. It didn't just happen like that, but it did happen. And we we're able to transition and stay on our feet and stay afloat to dive into what we are now doing, which is a real passion project, which is we have our own our own ad agency. And so it was because of what's taught in magnetic that we still because we we add customers now through referrals and through yeah. people that know us. Like it's because of the brand. They've because, seen the work we've done in the past. Right. They, they know we've been able to build brands. We've been successful at it. Yeah. It's not because we're out advertising to get new customers. I'm not cold calling to get new customers. Like we're just people coming to us now because of what we have built based upon what we learned from magnetic sponsoring. Awesome guys. Guys, uh, Bill and Michelle, thank you so much for being on. Thanks I'm about to give away that free call. I'm going to find somebody right now. But cool. magneticsponsoring.com is where you get the free book. You want to stay on because I'm about to pick somebody. Oh, boy. Yeah. Me, yeah, you, did you guys enter? Did Bill and Michelle, did you guys enter for? No. Isn't this no. like Blake Shelton on The Voice? Yeah. Pick me. Pick me. Pick me. 
Yeah, you watch that all the time. Pick right? someone far more deserving than us. <laughs> and guys, seriously, get your copy of Magnetic Sponsoring. Yes. Just go to magneticsponsoring.com. Get yourself, get your hands on this book. It's a quick read. I'm actually the last couple of days I'm rereading it again, just because of you know this yeah, launch that's got me, you know, my wheels turned again. But first of all, it's such a quick read. You're gonna dive right in and you're gonna just start digesting this information and metabolizing this information, and it's easy to put into action right away. So get yourself yeah. a copy. By the, by the way, guys, uh, last chance to share. Share right now on your personal profile. I'm about to pick somebody. Uh, I'm so, uh, Bill, so yes. is, are, are you still getting ahas for magnetic sponsoring all these years later after having read it years ago? Like, is, like I, I, cause I had that experience where I read it recently. I'm like, man, this is so good. I, I, yep. I just didn't get back then. Now I'm getting. Yes, literally yesterday and last night, I started rereading it again. I'm already about, just from a, you know, 20 minutes here and 30 minutes there, I'm already, you know, almost halfway through it again. It's, it really is a quick read. It simplifies things. It does. And Sometimes so, we make things so complicated yeah. and we lose where we're really at. And yes. I think if, if you read that, it will bring you back in and, and help you just simplify things. Yeah, and I, I also, uh, I was on a Facebook Live with Mike Dillard yesterday on our on our page here. And somebody complained because uh, they're in Europe, and they said, "Oh my God!" Because in their particular case, they're in a country that's you know not not uh, the, the main ones, and they're like, "Oh, twenty four dollars for shipping! Oh my God, that's really expensive!" Oh, wow. And it was like, well, one, I bought magnetic sponsoring retail for forty bucks when it was like a spiraling yeah. thing, uh, <laughs> and then we're we're talking about building six seven figure businesses yeah. and paying about twenty five bucks, right? Uh, I, I I was like, did 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 our message just get lost here? Twenty five dollars. Imagine what if they don't spend that twenty five dollars. Imagine the what ifs on what you're missing out on. You know, just because you don't want to invest in yourself and your business, and I mean, we spend twenty five dollars on crap all day long. You know, just in the first couple of years alone, we made hundreds of thousands of dollars from what we learned from magnetic sponsoring. Yeah. I mean, in just literally in the first couple of years, hundreds of thousands of dollars we, we made because of magnetic sponsoring. All right, I got the winner, okay. Wes, hey, Wes Engbret. Wes, uh, yes. did I say that? Did I say the last name? Like Engbret or Brecht? I don't. Wes, I just commented in his thing. Uh, he is the winner. Nice. Wes, where are you at, my friend? No. He's probably in Europe. <laughs> oh, he, uh, I think he might be actually, uh, Wes, where you're at. Yeah. So guys, everyone's saying investing yourself is, ourselves is huge. Yes, Katie. Absolutely. Always, always believe always becomes belief always comes before results. Mm -hmm. Yes. Love that. Uh, someone's saying, is this book beneficial for those of us just getting started in network marketing? Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. Oh, That's boy. what I did. Only if you want to save yourself a lot of frustration, yeah. pain, and, uh, and and lonely nights crying. <laughs> so whoever just asked that, there's early on in the book, Mike talks about a concept of the alpha networker, the, uh, pr the alpha, the pre-alpha, and the beta. All right? So I'm just going to leave it at that. But that will – so for the, those of you who are just starting off, that, that section on the alpha – the pre-alpha and the beta will open your eyes and help you out so much. Yes, congratulations, Wet. So here's here's Wesley P. Yeah. Uh, That's what I'm going to say. It is. Congratulations, buddy. I just sent you a comment on the the share that you did. 
uh, shoot me an email and we'll, uh, we'll we'll hop on the phone whenever you're ready over the next six months. Nice. So, yes, congratulations from everybody. So, Bill thank Michelle, you. thank you so much for being on. Thanks for uh, having me. I really appreciate you guys sharing your story and, uh, and, and for supporting us uh, with this launch. I love you guys. Let, let's hang out soon. Likewise. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Good talking to you and thanks for having us on. And uh, goodbye, everyone. Thanks for being here. We had a lot of fun. All right. Bye, everybody. Take care. Yeah. Bye, guys.